0: Good morning, everybody. Today's daf is getting Daf Chaf. We are holding on Daf Yud Tes Amud Beis. We are at Rav Amar Ravina, the third to last skinny line on Daf Yud Tes Amud Beis. Today's show is once again sponsored by Dr. David Lander and honor of his wife and children and the Elinishmas' mother, Golda Basimcha Aleha Shalom. We thank him very much for continuing sponsoring the Yomi Eshir each and every day. So we were in the middle of a discussion about uh, the, the, uh, the uh, about uh, people needing to be able to read the get and to write the get uh, and to sign their names. So the Gemara is going to talk about what if a get was not read by the Edim before it was uh, delivered? Do we assume that such a get is possible or a kasher? Then the Gemara is going to discuss if a man goes and gives a Sefer Torah to his wife and says, HaRez HaGitech, or if a man goes and gives a uh, parchment to his wife and throws it toward her, and then we look afterwards and we find a mezuzah there. So is there any tzad to say that such a get would be possible if it seems that he gave her a mezuzah, or it seems that he gave her a Sefer Torah, the Gemara is going to have a machlokas, whether the machlokas of uh, Rabiudin Rabbanan about Ksav al gabiksav by by Sefer Torah is connected to the machlokas of Ksav al gabiksav by a get. meaning is it fundamental to what's called Ksiva, if you write on top of already existing writing, is that machlokas about a sefer Torah really f- fundamental to what we would consider to be a, a ksav at all? Then the Gemara is going to spend a lot of time discussing the difference between the uh, chaktochos and chakirechos, meaning the possibility of of uh, carving out or etching uh, the ksav of a get. So when would that be kosher, when would it not be? Certainly ink on parchment is kosher. But what if you, uh, you engrave a get on some sort of tablet? So would that be kosher or not? And the Gemara is going to get into some details about different me- methods of engraving and which ones would be considered ksav, which ones would not. We're going to compare it to the tzitz, which also had to have uh, words that were kosov on the tzitz. So how exactly did they make the tzitz? of the uh of the coin god the Gamar is going to discuss if let's say you give a golden get a get that's written on a piece of gold and you say here's your get and your xuba because it's worth a lot so is that uh, is that a valid payment of the k'suba? Or is it, is it a valid get and uh, we're gonna talk about what if you have the opposite, that the uh the parchment of the get is Isure hana, so it has no value whatsoever. Is that a valid get? What if the guy says, here, I'm giving you this get, but I want the paper back. So is that considered or I'm keeping the paper? Haniyar Shali, is that considered to be that he gave her a valid get? Um, the Gemara discusses what if you see a get tattooed on the arm of an Eved and she has possession of the Eved but alas we knew this Eved belonged to him can we assume that he actually gave it to her or do we just assume that the Eved Escaped and that the evidence just ended up in her uh, in her house, even though he never actually gave it to her. The Gemara is going to talk about what about a tablet that belonged to a woman, and we knew it belonged to the woman, and then the husband has a get written on that tablet. Should we assume that uh, since the paper has to belong to the husband, that it's an invalid get, or do we assume that of course she was Machna the tablets to the husband, so that it would be a valid get. So, uh, we'll get to all of that today. So, let's begin with Amar Ravina, third to last skinny line on Daph base. base, Amar Ravina, Amar Liya Hachi Amar Mishmed Ravdimi. Dimi Mishmed Rav said the following Hani betray. if you have two A'dim, Diav Gita Kamayu that the get was given in front of them trichil L'Mekriei. They need to read the get before the giving of the get. Uh, the uh, and, and Tosos uh, points out that uh, that, that that uh, if they didn't, then it's Ein get and she's not allowed to get remarried. But Bediyevet, if she did get remarried based on such a get, where the adim didn't read the get, then there are three deos. Tosos in his first teret suggests that say that she does not have to get divorced if she got remarried based on such a get, and even if the star was burnt or lost, Imnisis lotetse. Then Tosos in their second territs and the sheet of the Ramban and the Rashba also says, Shemnisis tetse, that if she gets remarried based on such a get, she will need to get divorced. And then the third sheet is Rabbi Yeruchim, whose mechalik whether it was never an Israf or not. That if it was never an Israf, Imnisis tetse, if the get is no longer here and she got remarried based on that get, she'll have to get divorced, as opposed to if it's still around, that the, the, the document's still around. Then he says rotates so those are the three basic shitos we shown him but certainly, if they did not write the get, then it's Asura, They did not read the get, rather. The adim did not read the get. It's a surah. She's not allowed to get remarried based on such a get. So the Gemara asks on Ravdimi, We have a braisa. We learnt in the braisa that the husband gives a star to his wife. And he says, Ha reza this is your get. Unataltu zerakhtuliam. And she takes it right away and throws it into the ocean. O ur, she throws it into a fire. O la she throws it into. Anything that destroys it immediately. The chazar, then after the get was lost, the husband says, Oh, by the way, shtar pasimu, shtar It wasn't really a get, it was just some other form of a shtar. And now we have no way to check because it's gone. So, we assume that she is divorced, the husband is not believed. Ta'asar her. But Vyar Srichl the Mikriya Basitukariya me must Yarmahahti. But if you say that the Adim need to read the get before it's delivered, how could he even have a have a mean of coming with such a taina? And he's gonna say, No, it wasn't even a get, it was just style, Mishhtar Pasum, Mishhtaramana. Aidum saw it, Adam read it. So says Malat Srich, the Basatukariua, Ayilbayade, V'afke. Now what happened was Aidim read it, he put it in his pocket and then he pulled out a paper from his pocket again and gave her that paper. So we thought the whole time when he pulled out of his pocket was the same paper he put into his pocket, which the agent just read, which was the get. But now he's claiming, I did a switch. uh, A quick slide of hand and I switched it for a different document. So that's the case. I might have thought that if the husband claims that it was switched, that we should believe him. So come malan. that's why he has to tell me, no, she's mugresha. He's not... Uh, Going to be able to answer her in such a in such a way. So that's what the Bryce is telling me. That we're not Choshesh, That it was machlif for another star. He's not neman to say that it was a star pasul or star amana. She is in fact mugureshas the Rishonim all point out Tosfos and the Rambam and the Rashba that in the case where the Adam read the get and the Baal hides the get before the Masirus get, then it's the Adam's responsibility, responsibility to read the get again. Even though the Gemara comes to the conclusion that if they don't, and he puts it into his pocket and pulls something else out, he's not going to be believed to claim it's something else. But why even open the door to such a claim? Lechachila, they should read it again so that they keep their eyes on it from the moment that they read it. Until they see that it's delivered. So the Gemara tells the story Yahuw Gavra, of Gitel There was a guy that threw a gat to his wife in his wife's chatzer. Not that she actually caught it, but it, was, it landed in her chatzer. Lebeni And it landed among a bunch of barrels of uh, of wine or barrels of anything. So, Shtakach they looked in between the barrels and they found a mezuzah there. So, Dani, Why would a mezuzah be among a bunch of barrels? It must be. That's the document that he just threw to her. It was not a get, and therefore she's not divorced, and you need a new get. That's if they find one mezuzah. He threw one piece of parchment to her, and we look among the barrels, and we find one mezuzah and nothing else. So then we assume what he threw to her just now was a mezuzah. But if you find two or three mezuzahs there, someone must have dumped a bunch of mezuzahs there. So from the fact that obviously uh, the, uh, you know, at least one of them was uh, there the whole time, we can assume all of these mezuzahs were there the whole time, and none of them were the document that the husband just threw to her. The husband uh, must have really thrown her uh, the get. So Vegeta emar Akbarim shakloa. Well, if the husband threw her again, how come we can't find it? So we assume that a bunch of, among a bunch of barrels of food, there must be Akbarim around. So an achvarim mouse came and took, and took the, uh, the getaway. That's the assumption that we make. For the Rashi sounds like and the Ritva says explicitly that and she's Muguresh's Pitoris Vadai, which is quite a Chiddush. We don't have a get, we don't know that there was a get. He claimed that there was a get. We're finding a bunch of mezuzahs. We didn't find a get. We're so sure that an Akbar came and took the get? That's the shita of Rashi and the Ritva. However, the Ramhzgersh and Parakal says Sufik Meguresha, and that's the sheet of the Ramban and the Rashba, the sheet of Kalmonim and the Ran. So, and that's the it's Meduya because it's amor Achbarim Shakluah, not Bivadai Achbarim Shakluah. And maybe it's possible. We might say. That Achbarim took it, but not that she's uh, divorced. B'Tarz Vadai. who Gavra? Another story. To all the there was a guy that went into the shul. The Torah. He walked right up to the Aaron. He took out a Sefer Torah. and he gave the Sefer Torah to his wife. Hagi And he says to her, "Here's your get." am Why would I be at all concerned for uh, a get in such a case? Emisha May If the concern is that there are May Milin maybe on the reverse side of the cloth he wrote a get with mei uh, milan, with walnut juice, say mei milan agab mei milan. That's for sure not a ksiva, because uh, the uh, parchments that we use for Sefer Torah are pre-treated with mei milan anyway. So if they're pre-treated with mei milan, then mei milan is not considered a ksav on such a parchment. Vimishum this but oh no, you're going to tell me that it's a get because there is a parsha of gitin in the Torah, and it says in Dvar the Dalet, of la sefer krisos v'nasan biyada v'shilcha b'beiso v'yatsim beso and that's going to be the get well it's not the shema and therefore it's no good because uh, the Sefer Torah the Parshah written in the Sefer Torah is not written uh, the Shema the Maram Shif raises the question if that nusach was written in the get it wouldn't help anyway so what's, what's the possibility I mean that's not the text of a get that's just the psukim that described. Uh, again, it's very difficult. The Gemara is going to raise that, but the Maram Shev says, yeah, well, the Gemara could have given that answer. It's just uh, tried to give a different, uh, different reason why it shouldn't be good, which is very strange. What the Havamina would be, you know, in Sota, we had such Hava Havamina when we spoke about erasing the Parsha Sota. So we spoke about what are the Davchaf? What if you have a Parsha Sota? It's written Shalol right? So we had a Machlokas. What does it mean written Shalol So one case that they had a Machlokas about was it was written the Shame Isha Acheres. So it, that's at least written the shame sota just not the shame this sota but another case we had a focus was that they take the partial sota of a safer Torah. So he said, oh, yeah, maybe that, there's room to argue that that's okay because it was written stam, and now I'm attaching significance to it for it being a partial sota. But at least that's the same word. So it makes more sense to have that conversation. It's the same word. Over here, it's not even the same words at all. So that's a little bit difficult. Vechitema, maybe you're going to say, Lechoshilna Akhtim Viov Lezuzal the Saframe me'ikara. And then maybe you have to be Khoshesh that it was written lishma, because maybe when the husband commissioned to have the Sefer Torah written, he told the sofer, here, I'm giving you some extra money, have in mind my wife, that uh, you know, when you write the Parsh of Gittin, we're talking about it's missing all the information doesn't have his name doesn't have her name doesn't have the name of their city so uh, it's it's possible that uh, that that's not going to be a kasher get the, there is a machlokas we showed me with that din that you need shmo shma all these details is that it didn't meet the and if you don't have it it's possible in a torah or is that only a din not meet the and it's only possible if you don't know have shmo, shmo. It also sounds like that, according to a mayor who, who, who holds that you need muchach mitochah get, that it needs to be muchach mitochah, that plony is being megarish plonus, so then you need shmo ushma minatora because if you don't have it, then it's not muhach mitochaget, but according to the Rabbanon that it doesn't mean Muchach mitochah it would only be possible mid-Rabbanon. The Mordechai quotes the Ravya that according to Rabbi Lazar, that lady even if it doesn't have the shema ish beget, it's going to be kasher because there are edim lefanenu who are edim who tell us who the husband is and who the wife is and that there was in the scene so why does it even need to mention their names but Lechadchila, we write the shema ish and the shema isha. The Ramban Holds that you need Shmo Ushma in a get minatora, and we learn from the Passover, which implies that it has to tell the story. When you tell the story, you have to include the names, otherwise, it's not a story at all. So, it has to have Shmo Ushma. So, that's a fundamental machlokus rishonim, whether these things are a requirement, mida or or not. But anyway, the Gemara had this uh, possibility that if you're right, that if you go walk into shul and you uh, take a Sefer Torah, so uh, the, the Gemara wanted to know, is it kosher? Rav Yosef says, there's nothing to be choshesh for. for. Rav Yosef, what's the chiddush of Rav Yosef? obviously she's not divorced with uh, Parshas Krisos that it says in the Torah. It wasn't written L'shem Her Gerashim from her husband. And even if it was written L'shema, it doesn't have the names of her and her husband. So al that the Chiddush is that if, if if it was written a full text of, a get on the reverse side of the cloth somewhere, that uh, that's not called aksiva. That ain't al that since the cloth is pre-treated Whatever you write in May is not going to be considered a valid uh, a valid uh, a ksiva. Now there is a uh, discussion in Poskim. You know, a lot of times there was a chashash. It still is unfortunately of sefer Torah that gets stolen and then gets sold on the internet or whatever. So uh, is there a way that you could just mark a sefer Torah so that it has like a serial number or something on it that you'll always be able to look at the cloth and you'll be able to to track who the owner of the uh, of the sefer Torah is? So in Shuvas Min Yischa Ch'el Bey Sim Tazvav, he talks about the a uh, uh, different uh, practice that Sophrim and Magiim would have. That they would put their signature in in the Sefer Torah either at the beginning or the end and he says uh, in this minute because Shluch says that even uh, when you're mazmin a claf for you're not allowed to write Divrei Chol on it and uh, only a Tanai is going to help once you've been mazmin on you a claf once you've designated a claf to use for Dvar Kadusha. Kedusha only if you made it tonight that you should also be able to write Debrechol. Are you allowed to write Debrechol? But Kuli al once you've started writing Devarim wasn't just as of the Alma, but you did a Maisa of starting to write it. then for sure you're not allowed to write Debrechol on it. So the Melchizedek explains that uh, maybe you'll bring a raya from our sugya that it's mutter. Who said, you give a Sefer Torah, Lishto, and you say teich that we have to be choshesh. Maybe you wrote a get on that Sefer Torah as well. He says, that's not a raya that it's mutter. The Gemara is saying that if a guy did that, meaning we talk about a lot of cases where people do things that they're not supposed to do, why would you think that that's a normal thing to do? Meaning it's just talking in halacha whether the, the, it would be valid or not. But the Menchah says, if you need to write the name of the sofa or something else on the Sefer Torah, you need to write Nivdak or something like that, then uh, he says we, could be, we can be Matir based on what, what, uh, what's written in the, the Bnei Yonah in Yerideya Simon Resh Pei Aleph, where he discusses that uh, when you have a suffix psula, uh, you're not supposed to write on the gilion of the Sefer Torah, possel because if it's not a vada'i puzzle to write, puzzle to write the word puzzle is a zilzal in the Sefer Torah. So if you're not sure that it's possible you're not allowed to write the word Puzzle. So you see that writing the word Puzzle is a zilzil. So he says, Memelu would turn out, that if you write Nivdak, that's a covot of the Sefer Torah. So, uh, so he says, uh, since that's a covet of the Sefer Torah, so you're allowed to write it. Um, but he says, before you actually do Kriya Satara, you should erase that. You shouldn't, uh, you shouldn't leave it there when you're doing the Kriya Setor. In the, the Shut Chalkas Yaakov, he uh, also talks about this, and uh, Post can discuss that. Maybe if you have it in some way, like the Aragam Arsagmer on the reverse side of the cloth where you don't see it so clearly and there's a way to know where to check under a certain light or something like that so you're able to uh, to track the Sefer Torah that that's for the covenant of the Sefer Torah that he'd be allowed to do that. So it says Gemara now. If the husband were uh, to get l'shma, I meaning not the shame, the, 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 his wife that he wants to divorce her, the heavier love But then he he goes over it again with uh, with a quill a second time, going over the letters a second time. But this time it's Lashma So is, is that considered a k'siva <coughs> I Meaning the question is, when you write over already existing writing, is that called ksiva? So banal machloka sabidaraban. That is the machloka shrabidan rabanan Ditanya, because we have a price about khsiva shemashem. Harisharh uh, Lichtaves Hashem, if a person had to write the Shem Hashem, Viniskavin Lichtov Yuda. But for whatever reason, they got confused and they intended to write the name Yehuda and not the She Mashem. But Vita of Elohitha they got doubly confused. They were supposed to write the She Hashem they intended to write Yudha so they had no Kavan shem kedusha when they were writing it and then they left out the Dalit. So what they le- what they were left with was the Yud Kei which is in fact the Shem Hashem. But it was written, Shalom So Mavrilov Kulmos, so, Mekadcho, Div Rebbe Yudah. Rabbi says, No problem, take the quill and go over those letters again. And that will be Mekadish and it will be fine. The Chambam and the Chambam say, Eina Hashem No, that's not a proper ksiva of the Shem Hashem. It's not the way that it's meant to be. The Magnavram writes, What's the problem? That the actual ksav is considered manumar. It's a violation of the anvehu. In the keser Sofer, he explains that the chisaron is mitzal hakosuv. Also, that the ksav is the problem, not the kosev, but the kosuv. But it's not that it's menumar and a lack of anvehu. But it's that it's not mechubad to the shame when it's written on top of a shame chol. To be written on top of a shame chol is embarrassing. It is not Muchubad to the shame. Shame keser Sofer is the safer in safros. Uh, when uh, when a person wants to know anything about safros sofer says the sofer is not allowed to be a sofer unless he knows the keser ha-sofer backwards and forwards. So who wrote the keser ha It was written by the uh, author of the Kitzar Shulchan Aruch. It's very interesting. The Kitzar Shulchan Aruch wrote uh, at least uh, three svarim, right? Or some Gansfi wrote the Kitzar Shulchan Aruch. He wrote the keser sofer and he wrote the lechem the Simla in Hilchas Nida. It is the Sefer in Safros. It is one of the most important svarim in Hilchas As it turns out, in the Kitt- the of which he's most known for, is not really relied upon so much for halacha. We have the chayyadam and we have Mishabura and there are all these other svarim that rely on for halacha. So what he's most known for is probably his, uh, it's pretty important, safer, but uh, of the svarim that he, you know, in terms of how we determine Pesach probably the least important of his uh, of his svarim. But anyway, so in, in the Kesa, it's the one he was most connected to. He uh, he left a tzavah that no one's allowed to write uh, um, comments on the, on, the, on the, no one's allowed to publish it with Ha'aros or with comments or with other Marmakomos. He didn't want to, uh, of course, there are like hundreds of editions of Kitzel Shulchan with, uh, he didn't really mean me, he didn't, you know, everyone has a uh, and why, uh, why they do it, but, uh, but he was very mouthful about that. And the Tiferes Yaakov he says no the Khisornov here is not mitzad the kassuf it's mitzad the kosev that he's not being in the mitzvah of shame hashem uh, properly uh, it's uh, only a havaras Cholmos. that's not a kseva so anyway but either way the Khamar are holding that it's no good that if you re- rewrite over the existing letters now having in mind l'shma that is not going to be uh, that's not going to be valid um, the, uh, the the now, now the the phrase Eina hashem in Sounds like that uh, they, they, uh, they they didn't impossible it because it's not considered kseva, It's just not it's not appropriate for the sheim hashem to be written that way. So has to say that according to the Rabbanon, havaras kolmus is not considered kseva legabei gabayeget. Meaning, what's he saying that if you do havaras kolmus by a get, so the banulu machlokas, it's the same machlokas they have by the kseva of the sheim hashem with havaras kolmus. The Rabbanon didn't say it's not kseva They just said it's not mina So. It's it sounds like for Shema Hashem, it's no good, but it's still a ksiva. So the Rashba says that uh, that this is the when they said They really meant with the shittas Rabbi Yehuda that they themselves hold it's not a at all. But they tied it against. I mean, I'm sorry. When the rabbanon said that a they were talking within shitas Rabbi Yehuda. Look, we hold we the rabbanon hold it's not a Kseva but they tied it connected Rabbi Even according to you, that you hold it's a ksiva, At least be moled it's inappropriate to say in a move to do that to the Shem Hashem but there still is this fundamental whether it's a Ksiva Bechlal so <laughs> ravach HaKabar Yaakov disagrees with this Raya from Ksivas Hashem to Ksivas sa Maybe this price is not a riot to us at all. That when did the Rabbinin say that ma- Havaras kulmus is no good and it's not a ksiva? That's Dafka by his Sefer Torah where you need Zekehli Van Vey or when you're writing the Shem Hashem where there's a, this Indian of Hidr Mitzvah. But over here by a get, there's no Indian of Hidr Mitzvah, so the Cham would not possible it when I mean, you don't have that same Indian of uh, of zek- Zekehli uh, Van Vey. The some Sofer suggests that when it comes, to even though Zekele van is normally only a din l'chachilah, it's not something that's going to be ma'akiv b'di'eved. Over here, it's ma'akiv because it's on a shame hashem, and the pasuk says Ze va So be, because v'anveyim is in the context of ze, keili, of uh, my God, so when you write the Hashem, so that's where it's gonna, even going to be maket b'deva. It's supposed to, let's say, lulov tsaruch haged, if you hold that it's only mishomidu mitzvah, so that it's not going to passel if you don't have it, uh, if you don't have uh, ogud, if you don't have uh, a bound uh, dalen minim. Amr Khisi, walked into the basement one day and he decided to be provocative that day, so he said, I can possibly every get that was ever written in the uh, history of humanity. So, um, what would be your uh, argument to pass the every get? If you want to tell me, because it says and it sounds like the husband has to be the one that writes the get and provides the parchment upon which the get is written. But nowadays it's the woman that does that, that pays the sofer to have the get written. Maybe the rabbi made like a half and pays in half-kir, meaning we wanted we, we have her do it because if we relied on the husband to do it we would never get done uh, because he has no motivation to, to get it done quickly but she doesn't want to be an aguna so uh, in order to, to make sure that she not remain an aguna we allow her to be the one to pay the sofa and get the, uh, have the get written Problem is, he, it's his responsibility. It's because of law. How does that work? So maybe it works with Africa, based in Africa. maybe that doesn't possible every get. So says Gemara, no, the uh, Ella, Mishundukhsiv, it must be that Ravchis' argument to possible get is because it says by a get, it says, so you see that Mesinus a get needs to be. But the husband doesn't give her anything of any value because the get is not even worth a Shavapruta. Once it has all these words on it, who would want that piece of paper? So Dilma Nesina's Geti. But maybe Vinasin doesn't mean that you're giving something that's worth a Shavapruta, that you're giving anything of value. Maybe it just means that you're doing a Maise Nesina of a get, but it doesn't have to be something of any value. And Teida, I'll bring you a Raya that Vinasin just means Nesina's Get, and it doesn't mean that you're giving anything of value. Because the Khachmer at Sisol sent a message to Bavel and they said that al kasher, that if you write again on Isurya it's kosher. Um, even though Isurya by definition, have no value because you're not allowed to get any hana from them. The Rashba writes in the Shuva that in the Rishalmi it says that Isurya are kasher to write again on. But that which is Isurya no the gets going to be possible. And the Rashma says, Ah, it doesn't say that anywhere in the Bavli. The Bavli just says if you write on Isuraya it's kosher, it doesn't make any distinction between Yesuri Nodra Adrabanan versus Yesuri and Adaraisa. What are Yesuri and Adaraisa? Kilei Kileakerem, Orla. What are Yesuri and chametz Chamech Ravalava Pesach, Chamech Anarev Pesach, Misha, Shishis, um, uh, Kileakerem, and Chutzla. Right? So you have all sorts of different types of Yesuri and Ad-raisa. The Bavli never makes such a chilik, so says the Rashba. Yeah, but the Klal is if the Bavli is silent about something and the Roshami says something, we pass on like the Roshami. It's an important uh, line. In Shavasarash, where he says it must be that we pass in that way. The mi'iri over here, however, writes, mi'stimas It sounds like all Issureya is going to be uh, kasha the garishbo, and therefore even Issureya na stimas habavli is more uh, authoritative than that which is Mufurash in the Yerushalmi. So it's really a machlokas between the Rashba and the Me'iri over here. How do we handle when the Bavli doesn't really explicitly address something, and the Yerushalmi does? So anyway, Gufa, Sholchumitam, going back to that discussion, they sent a message from Israel, that if you write again in some Ravashi know it's kosher. We have a Mishnah where we have a writer to that. Because it says, Ala, Allah Shalzais, the Mishnah says that, that you can write again on anything, including Allah Shalzais. Allah Shalzais isn't worth anything. So you see that the paper and parchment doesn't have to have any value. It says, shayni, Allah zayis, to maybe an Allah Shalzais is different because if you have enough zayis, then, uh, then they, they will be worth the Shavu pruta. It's animal fodder. It could be used for other things perhaps. You can make a nice mat out of it if you attach enough of them together. So maybe that's... A, but Yisriya, no, has zero value, so no matter how many surya and you put together, it's still worth zero plus zero plus zero is still going to be zero. Tanya, Rabbi Ksaval Riksavah, Not kosher. That Rabbi said, "If you write L'isurayonot, it's kosher." Nafak Levi Rabbi. So Levi was so excited by this teaching that he heard that if you write L'isurayonot, it's kosher. He went out and he darshened it in the name of Rabbi Suah, But the Chachamim no no one uh, accepted it. No one was being makabel this p'sak. So he decided he's going to change his uh, his his strategy mishmeid the rabbin. So instead, he started saying it in the name of the rabbin, saying that all the Chachamim that if you write L'isurayonot and then all the people who uh, listened were uh, were were accepting it, and they were praising it. So Alma say it must be that we pass in that way. Um, the because uh, that you're allowed to write on because the, the, uh, the Magen Avram writes. What was he doing? How you, how is he allowed to just go say it in the name of uh, Rabbim? So there's a famous Magen Avram in uh, our in where he says that if you know something to be the halacha and uh, no one seems to be accepting it, so you could just go around saying that Meishafais said it, then they'll accept it. So uh, you're allowed to make up that someone uh, much more authoritative had said it. He brings a raya from that if you want, you can be told about Adam Gadol. So Stehemed has a long discussion of this, and he brings a raya from Arsugia that you're allowed to lie in order that there will be a halacha from you. But uh, some suggest that, no, the Gemara brings this uh, originally. Where did we get this from? That they sent a message from Eretz to Babel with this halacha. So it actually was from a group of Chachamim. It's just that Levi initially heard it just from Rabbi, so he was going out saying it in the name of Rabbi. But it wasn't dishonest to say that it all actually came from Chachamim, because it did come from Chachmei Eretz Yisrael. It says Vikasav, which means that you can't engrave again. You need a k'siva ink on parchment. The the Do you mean to tell me that engraving is not considered k'siva? Or a mini, I'll ask you a stira. Even if has a star that's written on a tavla, which is on a board of wood, or a piece uh, that has uh, you know a, a a board that has. Um, uh, wax on it that you could engrave writing into the wax. he goes free. Avalo but not a ksav that's on a, um, a piece of cloth where they just take a thread and run it along the cloth. Uh, to create a ksav because if you take that thread and you run it all, uh, over the surface of the cloth, it's attached at the ends, but in the uh, where the, the length of the thread is not really attached on the uh, textile itself, so it's not really written on something. So that wouldn't be good. But apparently, on a tavla, on a piece of wood, how do you write on a piece of wood? You etch into the piece of wood. Apparently, that's considered a valid as Says <speaking in> Gemara Amar Ula Amar Lo Kasha Haduchak Telchos Haduchak Yirechos That when the First, price says that again is possible if it's chakuk, that's talking about where the letters are created by engraving, by carving the area around the letters. That's going to be possible because you didn't do anything to the letters themselves. Whereas when we said that it's kosher, it's when you engrave the letters themselves, when you scrape in the actual shapes of the letters. So it's frankly, Gemara, if you engrave around the letters, is that not a good ksiva or a mini? I'll ask you a from a different price that I told Talks about the tzitz that the coin goddle would wear, and it says, Loa elabolate the saying that we said that the tzitz had the uh, the writing on the tzitz protruded. It was not engraved deeper into the gold, it protruded out of the gold, just like Dinorizov, or the image on the coin. Protrudes out. And how do they make the image of the coin? They press down the area around it. They don't do the image, anything on the, the pl- place where the image itself is. So don't you see that tzitz is considered Kasov, even though it's chak Tochos? So it says, zav, velo zav. No, the Sitz in some way is similar to Dinarizov, but it wasn't actually produced the same way Dinarizov are produced. Dinari zav it's similar to Dinarizov in that it protrudes, but Veloka Dinarizov Diluhasim Tochos. But unlike Dinari Zav, it's not produced by, by uh, manipulating the area around it, but rather by manipulating the place where the letters themselves are. From the reverse side, they would just push it through and uh, create the letters. Ravashi, If you have a, a, a signet, that uh, where, where the, the, uh, the shape is already in the stamp and they press the stamp down so how do we assume that works? Do we assume that when it produces the the, uh, the coin with the image on it that the sides are pressed down and that's what, that's what makes the image protrude or do we assume that no that, uh, that, that, that the uh, image itself is pressed forward and that's how you, they make a coin he says that they they're the gold around it into the tzura that's inside of it, um, and uh, the tzura is bolit meyleha, so it's chak So get that's written through such a prefabbed uh, piece, you know, plate. That you press down on something is not going to be kosher. So so they ask on Ravashi from a Braisa, Loy K Savashokea Alabolit kidnarizav, visal kadaitok that the khsavanitzitz was bold like the Narizov. But if you hold Mikhraskaritz, Habi in Mihtav Aleqa, isn't that not considered a miktav? Because isn't it uh, that you haven't handled the letters themselves? You haven't uh, the, the letters were not written by the le- by manipulating the area where the letters themselves are are so Kati Narizov, below No, once again, similar to Dinorizov, but not equivalent, not totally like Dinorizov. It's like dina, the tzitz is like tzitz in that the letters protrude, but the tzitz is not like the dinarizav entirely because when it comes to a matbeya, so it's migavai. It's from the inside of the dinar around the, that they they press around the tzura so that the tzura is bolate. Whereas by the osio so the tzitz, it's meavrai. It's from the outside of the tzitz on the reverse side of uh, where the you know, the the part, the part that's Actually resting on the Metzach of the coin Gandal, where they uh, they push out the letters. So uh, so that's why it protrudes. Where if he writes a get on a piece of gold, and he says, "Here is your your get and your ksuba payment," because gold is valuable. So Mahu is she in fact divorced, and uh, the chov ksuba. Paid up as well, so I'm late. The scabble getz and the say, Yeah, that for sure works. It's uh, she received her get and she received her ksuba. So Esfe Ravah challenged this. We learned in the said that if the husband writes a get on a and it was the task was much larger than the get needed to be, and he says that here's your get and the excess, uh, you know, uh, gold that's on, that, that it's written on the excess gold should be for your ksuba. So, then uh, the get part is her get and the rest is the payment for a ksuba. Ooh, that sounds like it's only because they didn't use up the entire space of the gold for the writing that there was excess that they're using for the ksuba. But if there was no excess, it sounds like the space where the writing itself is, is not considered a ksuba payment. So it says, even the spot where the ksuba is written is considered to be, where the get is written rather, is considered to be the ksuba payment. the chidash of there by the shar is that even though there's excess gold, it only is going to be considered a ksuba payment if he told her that it's intended as ksuba payment. But if he didn't tell her that he's intending the rest of it to be the ksuba payment, then it's not. my taima avir demigil because we just assume that it's a big piece of paper. Sometimes you have a big piece of paper and you just write a little note on a big piece of paper. So this is a big piece of gold and he just wrote a little note. We don't assume that that's the payment of the ksuba. rabban so shali says, here's your get, but I want the paper. The paper's mine, I'm not giving you the paper, it's in a But if he says in the hour, I'm giving you this get, Almanas that you return the Niyar to me after the Gay then if she taka returns it, she's Muguresh, because she fulfilled the Tanaya and it's Mesparan Lafreya, that she was Mugresas Mish micha, Mishas nesina Papa ben shita, lishita, ben teva, lteva, What if he says, but the paper that's in between each line or each word of the get that's still mine. So what's the halacha in such a case? So the Gemara is not sure what to do with that. Shouldn't it be obvious that that's no good? Because if he's keeping the paper in between the letters, in between the lines, he's not giving her a single get. He's giving her, you know, if you were to cut out all that paper and give it back to him, she would just have a bunch of scrabble letters, right? And it wouldn't be, uh, that's not a get. She needs to have one sefer. no. So, It's written in such a way where he had the legs of all the kufs go down into the you know the test underneath it uh, and the uh, the 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 roofs of the lamids. You know, went up into the line. So there was no way to cut in bet- Even if you were to cut in between, the lines would still be connected. It would look funny. It would be like dangling a little bit. But you would still have one single piece of, uh, of parchment. So it would, uh, it would still be considered a sefer uh, echad and not shnaim mushlosh asvarim. Let's say everyone know, knew that there was a particular Eved that belonged to the husband. And get kosval and There was a get written on the hand of the Eved and all of a sudden she's got this Eved with the get written on him so Mahu is she believed to say that the husband gave the Eved to her and that she's divorced do we assume that the husband was the Eved or do we assume the Eved went on his own anyway it should be a problem you write on a magic marker on an Eved's skin anyone can just erase it or write whatever else they want there because it's very easily erased uh, when you write on skin (laughs) Okay. Well, what's Rav going to do with our Mishnah? Our Mishnah also spoke about writing a get on a Yad Shal So if you're troubled by this, you should be troubled by our Mishnah. Well, Reblazari. no, because he's assuming that there were de Masira in the Mishnah, and we're assuming that Edei Mesira karti, so you can't be misdaiv because the Edei Masira see it. According to Rav bar how could you write on an event? So according to Rav bar it's also not a problem. Who says that it's Yechel is Daif? Maybe it's Ksiva's Kaka. It's a tattoo that they tattooed onto the uh, onto the Eved. Um, the, uh, the 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 uh, uh, Tosas points out but you're not allowed to tattoo onto people. So it's okay. Not everyone's a big mitzvah boy and doing everything right. I Meaning, just because you're not supposed to do it, it doesn't mean that it's not a case in the, uh, in the Gemara. The bigger kasha that we shouldn't deal with is Gemara and Tmura, that anything you're not allowed to do is ineffective. If you assume like that shita that mahani, then it should be an invalid get because it should be ineffective that it's not considered a ksiva. Okay, anyway. Once we come to this conclusion that it's possible that it's tattooed, must then you don't have a problem with you don't have to say the mission is going like reb lazar or anyway the mission is not because it's so my avila how do we how do we post how are we the by a get that's written on an evet and we see all of a sudden everyone knew this evet belonged to the man and all of a sudden the woman has it do we assume that the man was makinator? So Tashma, Domre shlakish hagodro same line Chazaka. So when you have living beings, living animals, we don't assume that there's a Chazaka, that whoever has it was really the rightful owner of those living creatures, because they could move on their own. They maybe wandered into the person's field, and that's why the person has it. The same is true with an event. Maybe he just wandered into the woman's house as opposed to uh, the husband having given it to her. Okay, everyone have a wonderful day.